Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to our podcast of Violating Violating Community Guidelines with Brittany Broski and Sarah Shower as well as here, too. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be talking about sorority talk. Um, What do you know about sororities? I was in a sorority. I was was an alpha fee. Yeah. Go alpha fee. It's actually this. A turtle. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the diver sign for turtle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I know that um, the sorority that has the turtle as their symbol is Delta Zeta, but I don't know if they do that. I don't. I didn't really pay attention to what DZ did. DZ nuts. DZ nuts. DZ nuts. If it hurts when you pee, it's a fee. Um, I. Pr- oh, that's misogynistic, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, the, actually, it's kind of funny. Like, guys, I feel like fraternities have it absolutely. Like, they're much worse, you know? Like, yeah. people think that like, frat guys are awful because they are. At least sorority, like, girls, they're just called, like, stupid. With frat guys, they're, like, actual predators, which I feel like mirrors, like, women and men in real life. Of course. Yeah. In but, the most um, cinematic 1950s version of yes. men and women. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about sorority talk, which exists largely on TikTok. It is on Instagram. But um, since TikTok has, like, basically blown up, uh, sororities have sort of started recruiting or like showing their chapters on TikTok and it started to like blow up themselves and different chapters are getting sort of like recognition like Zeta at Alabama has like an entire song written about it um, and so during all of the rush TikToks like all the Zetas were using that song and I was like I'm, well we get I get that yeah for the record I don't know anything about this this is Sarah's wheelhouse because I went to Texas A&M we had a Greek life culture there, but it was nowhere near like University of Texas or yeah. Bama or Gamecocks or whatever. Like yeah. it was very, oh, you're in a sorority, you're in a frat, cool. It's yeah. like we knew that there were a few frat houses that you would go to the party and you know, yeah, generally it's a frat party. It's fucking disgusting. Expect mm-hmm. no toilet paper, no shower curtain, yeah, no hand soap, yeah. Hotel. That was pretty much it. But like these schools for people who aren't from the south or it's didn't huge. go to an sec school yeah it is like if you're not in greek what are you mm-hmm. it's a, like for bama and for ut it's very much that it's like you don't really have a sense of community i mm-hmm. would say there's other things to do obviously other than greek life but it's just a huge 
part of the culture of yeah. the school. Yeah. It's um pretty pretty huge, especially Alabama. Like it's yeah. more uh like deep south, like very deep south. Um but I mean sorority like sororities fraternities are huge everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would say like university like um ASU is known for like Alpha Phi. Um, so it's just like, and it's also like varies which one is the be- quote unquote, like the best at each school or like yeah. which one matters. It depends on if that school like has it, Yeah. but, um, we're going to talk about Bama Rush explained. Um, so basically this whole, like pe- people at the university of Alabama and like sororities started posting like more visibly in 2021. Um, the incoming freshmen at university of Alabama posting, um, posting TikToks about their sorority week rush under the hashtag Bama Rush. And so basically, um, sorority recruitment is often referred to as rush. Uh, it's the process in which a university's undergraduate women join a particular sorority house after a week of rush. So usually um, it includes events and rounds. So if you want to rush, it's usually a bunch of like rounds where um, they each- determine your worth. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to defend sorority's pretty hard. Um, really? Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, um, I know it quote unquote is paying for your friends, but I swear to God, I don't want to see anyone who's ever been to a private school or private university say that people in mm. sororities are paying for your friends. Mm. You are too. Okay, um, so, but yes. So in rounds, like basically you have like, you know, you'll have like Tridelt, Alpha Phi, uh, Phi Mu, Zeta. You'll have all these like lined up and you get like a certain amount of time which e- with each house. This is actually misogynistic. So at like very large schools like University of Alabama, uh, you can have sorority houses um, where, like, girls, you know, in the sorority live. At Old Dominion, you couldn't have sorority houses because more than a six, more than six women living together who are unrelated is considered a brothel. Slay. If if we, you're within a certain amount of uh, mileage from a military base, so Holy like shit. Norfolk Navy base is right next to Old Dominion, so you couldn't have sorority houses because they thought it would they would label it as a brothel. Who's they? The government, the all powerful, you know. Just don't tell them. Panhellenic Council. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but so, yeah, um, these experiences became trendy, like, um, on TikTok as undergraduates made videos explaining their experiences, routine, looks, gifts, opinions. And which is kind of interesting because, like, when this happened, it's, like, individuals who are rushing, they're called PNMs, potential new members, they actually started to, like, get popular themselves. And I can only imagine how that would affect the rush process. Yeah. Like, if you're starting to get popular on TikTok and people want, like, popular people... Like, would that actually, like, help you? Well, this whole thing, too, is just so, like, why would they want this? Because my understanding of sororities and the rush process with regards to social media Uh is, like, at A&M, they would make you, like, if you had a picture holding a beer bottle, delete it. Yeah. Like, you are a disgrace and you are, like, a shame. You're shameful upon this whole sorority. I don't understand the appeal of using TikTok to show what the sorority does, the like inside of the houses, all that. Like isn't that directly against our social media policy? No. So like the exec board will like tell you to not post pictures with alcohol. It does vary by each like state and by each sorority. But I know for Alpha Phi you couldn't drink in letters. Um, and the people who like usually drink in letters either drop the sorority or they already are like we're seniors who graduated. But you can't drink in letters and you can't post photos with alcohol. You can post photos of the inside of the house though. Okay. Can't have boys in the house though. <sighs> yeah. But um, I don't think that that's that bad. No boys in the house. Boys are filthy. Did you like it? Being in a sorority? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because of the people that I met. Like I'm sure I didn't like everyone in it, but like the people that I met in the sorority were cool as shit. Okay. Yeah. And they were like my friends and I was like a loner and I wanted friends and I was like, I'd pay for my friends. 
ironically, dropped this got dropped. Well, not got dropped, got kicked out because I didn't pay my dues. But that's because I just couldn't afford it anymore. Yeah. It was kind of, it's uh, totally water under the bridge, but yes. I was in a women's organization. Mm-hmm. Why'd, which, you, why'd you join that? Um, because it was highly sought after on campus. Like, yeah. It was one of the, it was, I joined it as a leadership organization. Yeah. Like it wasn't really to make friends. I mean, obviously that's part of it, but like I had a friend group. Uh-huh. I joined it because of the job connections and because some of the coolest people I knew were, it was called Maggie's, were Mag- yeah. a Maggie. It was the oldest organization on campus, all that. And I joined, you had to pay. Yeah. And so I definitely relate with the, you know, like, shut the fuck up, paying for friends. Yeah. Because some of my best friends in my life to this day, were I was in Maggie's with. Yeah. So I definitely get it. But at the same time, it's a strange thing because why do you have to pay? Uh-huh. You know, like, if you're going through... Well, there's actually a lot of costs. But, like... For a sorority, sure, but for a women's organization, it was mainly like we paid our dues. We had a, a philosophy or a philanthropy and all that, but it yeah. was mainly like for the socials. Yeah, it's like everyone was, was pitching in. You got a T-shirt. Yeah, that shit. Well, then that's the why you have to pay. Like I mean, like they, you're not paying like <laughs> you're paying for. I mean, like yeah, the socials, like the stuff at the actual party is like if you do have a house, then that's when the dues get more expensive. Because you pay rent on top of the dues. Yeah, but that's again like a sorority of big sororities where they have like actual houses is where you pay rent. So that's a majority of that cost. I've never paid rent because you're not there's no house. Where did you live? Uh, with like with my sisters at the time, like just in random places like houses. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just like any sort of like club where you have to pay dues, like any sort of traveling soccer team. Yeah. Um, I think, honest to God, like, wanting to have friends and paying for friends is enough reason to, like, is a legit enough reason to pay for friends if you want friends. Well, because college is hard enough as is. It really is. Making friends in college, away from home, you usually don't know anyone there. Yeah. You're overwhelmed by all the, like, all of the uh, options. Yeah. I definitely was. And so I didn't join Maggie's until my third year. Well, I graduated in three years. So, like, my final year is when I, yeah. not rush. I applied and I got yeah. in. But it was such a fucking selective process. I've always been curious about the rush process uh-huh. because I almost rushed and it was only because I was obsessed with this one girl. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be in what she's in. Yeah. So glad I didn't, by the way. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, A&M is really, I don't know. Okay, yeah. The rush process, um, it's like um, similar to how like theater kids, there's just like a lot of like behind the scenes and like practicing things. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, um, like there's, like, a philanthropy round where, like, your sorority talks about, like, which philanthropy you support. Um, Alpha Phi was, like, the American Heart Association for heart disease. Um, and so then there's also, like, pref round where you, like, choose, you know, who's your pref. Like, then, then there's – you connect with them. You usually get a little bit more emotional in those rounds to, like, make people, like, come to the rounds. But as for – since I, I think – What's going to be different about big sororities like uh, Alabama versus like where I joined a sorority is that we had like tables um, during each round and you'd have like a sister talk to like you'd be like staggered where you talk to like PNM's potential new members and like then speed dating almost yeah and then you would switch out with like the rest of the people at the table I I'm not sure if like at bigger schools they do that as well because I know that they go into their physical house and it's more like going up to them mm. as opposed to sitting down mm. yes. 
But uh, by the end of this trend, like with the end of the 2021 rush, um, the discussions and criticisms of sorority and sorority life came to life as many creators started talking about their own negative experience and the romantiza- romanticization of rush talk. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's already like negative experiences with like sorority rush because it's hot. It takes a long while. If you get cut by your favorite sorority, then that just fucking sucks. Yeah, wasted time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't get bids, especially at big schools. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. At smaller schools, mostly everyone gets bids. But yeah, it doesn't. Yes. It was so hard getting rejected from organizations you wanted to be a part of mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, so inherently something's wrong with me. Yeah. I lack a certain quality yeah. that you need. It's mm-hmm. like, well, what the fuck? And they're so non-transparent about why you didn't get in. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have not been selected. So why? What's wrong with me? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's determining work. Yeah, but it's not all based on, like, physical appearance. It's well, no, like, I didn't mean that. I mean, like, the worth that you would bring to that organization. Well, think about, like, how you vet your friends. If Okay, if a, everyone who came up to you, you just let them be your friends and you didn't vet them at all, like, sure. would that start to, like, would that be uh, weird to do, you know? What, to not vet people? Yeah, you vet people. Yeah. I So, like, a group vets people in the same way that, I mean, I'm not going to have, like, just because 400 people want to be my friend doesn't mean that, like, friends doesn't mean that I have no say in it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I guess that's true. Um, so there was a Vox article about Bama Rush TikTok became, uh, became a thing after several PNMs um, began documenting their outfits of the day um, for the different events of recruitment. Yeah, usually you change each day or, like, according to, like, the dress that they prompt you with, you know. Was watching any of this, like, not triggering, but, like, with the mindset you have now. Uh-huh. Because we've both changed so much since college. Yeah. Looking back, how do you feel about it? I'd say I don't miss the rush process, but I think what I do feel actual excitement for these girls is is when they get a bid, they get like an envelope filled with like you're for, like cordially invited to like this, like join the sorority. You're not immediately in the sorority. You're like a pledge, I guess would be yeah. the term. Um, but I when girls like scream, like jumping up and down or like they run home, 
it's very people think it's very cheesy but i think it's very like sweet because i do remember when i did that for like i was like just excited to have friends and like sure. be wanted sure. and it'd be the sorority that i wanted because i def i i kind of like suicide bid which is where you uh drop the rest of the sororities because you know that you want one but that's yeah. very like unless you know that you're a 10 out of 10 in every sort of way i wouldn't do that <laughs> i would not suggest doing that but I dropped every other sorority. I wanted to be Alfie, and then Alfie chose me. And so it was like, Slay. it felt like fucking good. So when I see girls get excited, like, I'm like, I understand that excitement. Sure. Yes. But other than that, I don't really, I used to get in trouble with, like, our exec board for my social media. But it wasn't even, I posted pictures with alcohol. It's that what I tweeted was just weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even imagine that I, I don't like but uh, when I started to blow up on I was in a sorority when I was on Vine too oh shit I didn't know that but they thought that those were funny um, okay yeah she's a celebrity mm -hmm. but um, back to this designated activities include convocation like the big introduction uh, philanthropy day you go to a bunch of sororities and learn about their charitable causes I know that Zeta is breast cancer um, so usually a lot of times, too, is that people have, like, a family member who, like, suffers from heart disease or, like, has breast cancer. And that's sure. why they also feel drawn to those sort of sororities. Um, there's prep day. You chat with members of two sororities you like best. Okay. And then there's bid day, and that's where you get a bid, the one where you find out which sorority has offered you membership. Isn't this the first week of college? The first week of the semester? Um, usually it's, like, the first or second week. I know for us it was the second week just so people could become aware of rushing. Okay. I didn't know about rushing until I joined. I went to college, yeah. you know. I knew of, like, sororities and fraternities, but I wasn't like, oh, I want to join one. Yeah. You know. Um, this week, as you can imagine, is extremely busy and stressful and emotional and exhausting, especially for students at schools where Greek life is a major determining factor of not only your college experience, but the friendships and career track you have, on, you have for the rest of your life. I think what's also great, though, is that it's during syllabus week, so it's not a lot of, like, if it was during... Um, like when classes are like really getting in, like started. That's why I asked that. I yeah. was like, is this, cause this is such an intensive process. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time and social energy. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I was, I was thinking, well, I did something similar, you know, where you have to go to the socials and you yeah. have to meet the members and you have to sell yourself. And yeah. it's like, I manage that mm -hmm. we used to manage a lot yeah where it feels like some days today i can't even take a fucking call literally i used to be able to accomplish so much in 24 hours yeah dude like when i joined a sorority i had a job so like i'm Wild. doing sorority you get fined if you don't show up to socials or like things like that unless you have a legit excuse and so like working and then managing that and then just being in school yeah that was a lot and i don't know how adderall oh i do have i, I know how <laughs> i had the energy but um now like most days i i hate living yeah <laughs> so it's hard yeah but uh the bama rush fashion it is also since it's the deep south like it's gonna be like more southern comfort sort of thing mint chevron dresses i wore a lot of that yeah that is so crazy open-toed wedge sandal heels yeah Fucking, uh, um, orange spray tan yes yeah yes um so bama rush fashion most of the clothes come from relatively predictable brands amazon and shein yeah um, nordstrom lululemon uh betches describe the style as the met gala for americana fashion with with a gen z twist they're all decked out in love shack fancy <laughs> yeah. and expensive resort wear brands and fake jewelry um from amazon 
And then once you're in a sorority, the rules get more explicit. As Stephanie, this girl says um, in 2017, dress checks for specific events are common. That is true. Um, so what? when you got initiated into like Alpha Phi, you had, oh shit. I th well, most sororities, when you get initiated, you have to wear like a white dress. Yeah. Um, and so like you have to purchase a white dress. And then you sacrifice a lamb. Yeah, you had to, and then put blood over your door, Sick. and then like the spirit of Christ, you know. But uh, compels you. Yeah, but I mean, so they do have dress checks for like if you have a um, more like business formal meeting. If you're wearing jeans, they'll be like, "Hey, this is not business attire." Okay. But I mean, I, my sorority didn't find me. They're just like, "Hey, jeans. You wouldn't wear jeans to an office, like right. would you? You know that sort of thing." Uh, where you have to stand in line with the recruitment chairs, ask things like, "Can you add a belt?" Yeah, um, if you straighten your hair for actual recruitment. this uh, Yeah, so basically just look put together. You don't all have to have straight hair, but like you have to look put together. Sure. Your best. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then there's criticism of sororities, as one might imagine. Um, as this sort of codified aesthetic judgment has not historically been limited to just clothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, sororities at the University of Alabama were only desegregated in 2013. What the fuck? Holy shit. Um, Wait, is that... Bama, what, dude? Sororities. Um, There's been plenty written about the racist, sexist, elitist history of fraternities and sororities, as well as the SA culture and hazing pervasive in the system. Mm -hmm. Definitely, that's... I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I have quite a negative impression of Greek life. Yeah. Just because of that, it's incredibly... Um, exclusive and cultish and it's like what are you teaching what are you teaching and what environment are you fostering where those sort of rituals and rules are commonplace and yeah they're, they're needed yes and i can't think of it because frat guys have like a reputation of being notoriously bad people yeah like questionable life decisions and just being predators sorority girls i don't have a negative impression of them as anything in particular other than just like being snooty and elitist isn't that crazy though that dichotomy where it's like men predators rapists and girls kind of snooty yeah kind of bitches yeah yeah well i mean it's unfortunate they they have to exist together but yeah. that's kind of the whole idea is that fraternities were created and then sororities were created yeah i understand that um and also like obviously sororities can be like sexist and racist um, but I, I think that's so crazy. It's like why fraternities are so bad is because rape and why sororities are so bad, cunts. Like it's yeah. like it's so crazy that they're like viewed as equally as bad. I, I don't view them equally as bad. But okay. they're, I, in, in, I view both of them inherently as negative things. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's weird because usually I hear about people who have come out of a sorority – Specifically, because again, fucking men are homoerotic yeah. and heterosexual. They love each other. And so frat guys always have like such great memories. But yeah. sorority girls, I usually hear them talk about how they hated their sorority. Uh -huh. And all the girls were bitches and they didn't have a good time and there was drama and there was whatever. But like, I think that's why I'm so interrogative about your experience because you have a very positive yeah, well, I mean, relatively positive. Also, men stick together. Like, men right. will defend men till the end. So if it's mainly a male organization, they're not going to talk a lot of shit. Exactly. But girls, women are always pitted against each other yeah, as well. They don't have that same sort of creed. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a relatively good experience with Greek life. 
But yeah, there have been calls to abolish Greek life for um, good have grown louder in recent years, although many universities are hostile to the idea, well, because it makes them money. That is true. It's easy to make the case that putting 18-year-olds through this kind of extreme hierarchical social organization tactic can cause negative effects. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like teaching them if they didn't already know through high school that yeah. like there is a social hierarchy, yeah, and here's how you fit into it specifically. Yeah, I think that's wild. That is wild, but I'm uh, yeah, that is wild. Uh, so there's this rise of voyeurism trends online. Uh, social media mm. as a whole is deeply obsessed with young women, particularly white American women. Uh, whether it's through endless think pieces analyzing and scrutinizing young women's interests and trends, the constant pop anthropology of millennial and Gen Z women, or on the flip side, through the ubiquitous gendered harassment and abuse from male-dominated internet communities. Period, period. College-age women um, essentially are viral content. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody wants a college girl. Yeah. Everyone, like, yeah. Like, sororities, it's all about, like, jello wrestling, like, you know, mud slides. Wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, that's (laughs) literally, you would never, ever, ever have a wet t-shirt contest, but, like, it seems like so prevalent in like movies and stuff this is so crazy i know (laughs) i wonder if in like 50 years first of all if greek life will still be around and then also looking back at this will this seem so ridiculous Mm -hmm. i don't know just like paying to be judged and then maybe allowed into this like super secret thing it's crazy. I just I find it so interesting. Well, you're not paying to be judged. You are paying for the upkeep of the sorority. But I mean, like, it's gonna happen. Like, if if you go to Harvard, a majority the reason why the reason why you go to Harvard is, is you're smart. But the reason why you go to like Ivy League schools is mainly connections. Honestly, yeah. Like, if people will continue to pay for connections, connections get you much more than literally any other thing in the entire world. Right. Like, you could say that you went to Harvard, but the, if you meet the right people at Harvard, dude, you're in with like so many companies. It's that, and also the connotation of going to us an Ivy League. Yeah. Because like you're inherently like better than people. Yeah. I also didn't mean pay to be judged i mean like your character to be judged whether or not you will be allowed in yeah that's what i meant like it is judgment to a certain extent you're being judged yeah well i mean again it does make sense because if i'm not gonna it, i i won't let just literally anyone who walks up to me be like i want to be your friend be my friend sure you know i do have to vet them and i think that's totally understandable do some organizations are they a little bit harsh or uh, yes definitely I would say that they're very harsh and mm. it's fucked up. But I also say that to join any organization, to like audition for a musical, they don't just let literally any person who walks in the theater join the musical. Yeah. And then this, I mean, the people who didn't get that part are not, I mean, they do go home and they're like, God, I'm not good enough. But it also makes sense if they are not good enough for right. the musical. Right. I always wonder about like frat rushing. It's frat- like, are you sick or are you just fucking like, oh. <laughs> I uh, I think you uh, that it, frat rushing is so much more difficult and very hard because hazing is so heavily intertwined in their stuff. True. Have I been hazed? Absolutely. But the guys hazing was insane, and I think that someone needs to. I think everyone needs to really look into like the fraternity hazing at their school. Oh, I want like a four part documentary series yeah. on American college hazing for yeah. young men and eventually for young women as well yeah we had at texas a&m it was a military college mm-hmm. for at the genesis of when it was created um they didn't allow women in until like the fucking 1950s yeah um it was desegregated very late just yeah like really embarrassing 
But that's also the Deep South. You yeah. Know, if you consider Houston, Texas is the Deep South. But it was, um, it became this kind of like, mm, we don't talk about that. Yeah. The Corps of Cadets still exists. That is the the ROTC program at Texas A&M. It is such a culture of hazing and yeah. like indoctrination. Kids were dying. Yeah. Like going under such intense hazing, they died. Yeah. And it became this, you know, scandal mm-hmm. that the school has to cover up. And it was just like, what is fucking worth that? Yeah. You are punishing these kids to show that they're worthy enough to get in to the point where they died. Yeah. That is wild. You took someone's life. I will never understand. Nothing is that important yeah. to fit in. Yeah. It's just fucking wild. It is. It is. It's like Lord of the Flies, but yeah. you join a frat and you don't kill. Um, what is it? Piggy? What's that guy in the book that they uh, kill? The fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the but Alabama Rush is like, uh, Rush Talk no, um, is like the main focus of like Rush Talk. Why do you think that is? Just because Bama is so infamous? Alabama is like the biggest, like where sororities like matter the most school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you think that has to do with because it's so traditional? I was about to say, yeah, it's a tradition. Like, yes. Yeah. Also, um, I know in certain states, like in the South, like in Alabama, at University of Alabama, you actually are more likely to get a bid from somewhere if you're from Alabama. What the fuck? And also, if you have uh, like a mom or like an aunt who was in the sorority that you want. You What's can, that called? Legacy? Yeah, you're a legacy. And you can, it bumps you up in like the preference process. Like, um you can also get like a written re- recommendation to like join a sorority from like a previous member <laughs> from your mom. Mm-hmm. My sister was in Pi Phi and I was in Alpha Phi and I think I don't know if there was uh, Alpha Phi at North Carolina State, but yeah, I don't think my mom was in a sorority. Was your mom in a sorority? Um, no. Okay, but she was. My mom kind of like really lived her zhuzh in high school. Yeah, like high school and this in texas in the 80s mm-hmm. was her judge at college she really just kind of did whatever my dad did yeah um she was like cheerleader fucking yearbook committee yeah. blah, blah, blah. like that was where she found her sense of belonging which mm-hmm. is not common anymore no life begins after high school at 30 <laughs> life <laughs> yeah. begins at 30 yes it's very true no it really is crazy like I feel like there was such an emphasis on, like, high school when we were younger. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we were in high school. Well, when the world was smaller is yeah. what it felt. And my mom, she would never say that outright, but it's a sentiment that a lot of people our parents' age feel, you know, uh-huh. of, like, the world was just smaller. You could leave your doors unlocked. And, you, yeah. could, you know, it's 1984. Just different. I fucking hate when people leave their doors unlocked. Because <laughs> I'm coming in. You know, I mean, like, I, like, I'm just, like, so afraid. And, like, people are so flippant with it. You ever gone to a friend's house and they just <laughs> are women at, at a house on a street? Yeah. And they're like, I mean, no one's come in before. Just because no one's come in before. Doesn't mean they won't try. Hey, I'm coming in and guess what? I'm a kleptomaniac. Yeah. I'm like, stealing stuff. <laughs> just because, I mean, like, we occasionally... Like, we'll check our mail and then come back up and immediately lock yeah. it. No, that's different than, like, all right, I'm out for the day, yeah. leaving it unlocked. Oh, dude, I had, like, a friend in, like, college who, like, their roommate, like, texted them, like, furious in the middle of the night. Like, did you lock the front door? I can't get in. It's like, yeah, you locked the front door. Yeah. You can't get in. Like, it's, <laughs> and so can't rapists. It's nighttime. <laughs> yes, it's dark. Have you read the news ever? Yeah, very, very freaky. Mm-hmm. But Alabama Rush, TikTok, or Bama Rush, um, it refers to viral videos, exactly. Um, uh, yes. So Remember that viral TikTok, or not, that was an Instagram video. What? 
we're so excited to welcome you. Yeah. And it's those doors that keep opening infinitely yeah. to more sorority girls. Dude, that was a, a big <laughs> part of like uh, practicing for Rush is you had to like practice your chants and like you have to clap a certain way. What the fuck? And like sing a certain way. Like, um, oh God, with an A, with an A, with an ALP, with a P, with a P, with a PHA, with an ALP, with a PHA, Alpha Phi. Sing it, Ivy, sing it, Ivy, sing it to this guy. Hey, shout it, Ivy, shout it, Ivy, shout it till you die. But yeah, so we would practice that and we would sing that as people walked in. And to it, the house. It's just, uh, well, into the, yeah, it, we're, and so it's just a way to greet them without like us just standing around and being like, come over here. Yeah. You know, it was a way to like lead people through the house or like through the conference room. How many new girls got accepted at once? Um, so since we were a smaller school, I'd say probably like 30 to 40. Okay. And, and how many people existed in the sorority? Um, probably like close to like a hundred. Um, people do drop like later in like years. Yeah. And also there was probably like seven main sororities: Kappa Delta, Alpha Phi, Pi Phi. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zeta. Oh, Delta Zeta, and then one other one, and then but also uh, we had historically black uh, women's sororities. Um, cool. You know, we see like AKA and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's controlled by the National Panhellenic Council, and ours is the Panhellenic Council or something like that. So you would only sing that when you were welcoming new recruits? Um, or we were trying to, like, wrap a signal that we were wrapping up, uh, that you guys have to leave, and then the next group has to come in. Jeez. But there's um, a bunch of different chants that you can learn. But so since those girls, that meme, they have to learn that chant, and since they had a house, they have to stack as many girls as they can it's like when they welcome people in. Yeah. So like they physically like made some girls lay down and then what some the girls fuck? squat. Yeah. You guys have choir practice? Uh, kind of. Well, no, it's just singing practice. <laughs> we would have to <laughs> We'd have to clap and sing. Oh, dude, the the funniest this is not funny. The funniest part about like rush periods are like uh you stand for a very long parts like for hours in at a heels. time in heels and you'll see people pass out during rush Fuck me. don't lock your knees immediately like they lock their knees and then they're down and it's like let her breathe they put her back up damn <laughs> <Yeah>. Medic. <laughs> yeah, but i passed out before because heels i'm like fuck Um, so the earliest known Bama Rush video was posted August 8th by TikToker, What Would Jimmy Buffett Do? Slay. Who <laughs> posted an OOTD video showing her outfit for the first day of Rush Week, gaining over 900,000 views in a week. And then it spread um, over the course of the week to hashtag Bama Rush, hashtag Alabama Rush, and then many went viral on the platform. I, why do you think that is? I feel like, you know why I think that is, is because we're used to it. Yeah. I grew up, well, even in high school, like sororities were you know, cool yeah. and pretty girls and hot sleigh girls. And then being ingrained and like marinated in that culture of just Southern hospitality. And like, I grew up with like debutante balls. I was about to say, yeah, like just I, weird shit, like civil war reenactments and all yeah. that. I mean, not like I was going to them, but I knew they existed. <laughs> yes. There's this weird obsession with like the South that used to be. Uh huh. I grew up in that. I know all about it. Someone from like, fucking seattle washington yeah looking at this shit i think that's why it went viral because yeah. it was like what 
is this hick redneck bullshit? Yeah, I mean, like, I would, uh, I've, again, like, I've seen, like, debutante balls, but I feel like if, uh, uh, similarly, if a girl were to, like, document her process through a debutante ball, it would honestly be super interesting, like, voyeurism. Yeah. Like, um, I think literally any person could do this. Like, if you're trying out for a soccer team, you could film the process of you trying out. Like, they have tryouts this day, and I'm coming sure. back in tryouts. It's just, like, a really interesting way to, like, watch the process of someone be initiated in a way that you've you never associate with this sure. culture. Yeah. The inside track. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean I would love that. Um but yeah, uh, on August eighth, two thousand twenty one, TikToker Hannah Dub posted a video showing off a rush outfit and gained one point one million views in a week. And then other TikTokers began making videos. Um well, uh, yeah. It's yes. They make, oh yeah, a lot of people saw these and they're like, why is this relevant to me? And they were making fun of girls who are being authentic because sincerity is cringe. Um, yep. And I think that people just like to make fun of girls. That is very true as well, especially girls enjoying things Yeah, I or being excited. Yeah, I understand critiquing like sororities as like a way to pay for your friends. But like if you're going individual girls who are trying to rush and find friends, you're not actually doing anything. You're attacking an individual as opposed to a system itself. Yeah. And you just kind of seem like a misogynistic dickwad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, hearing you talk about it, I definitely understand more, you know, this because I used to think. Yeah. You're paying for your friends. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was in a women's org. kind of did mm-hmm. that too. But so I don't really see that as the issue now. What I really see is the elitist, sexist, racist yeah. stuff, which is still seems like we haven't figured it out. Yeah. You know, like for some, for whatever reason, Greek life seems to have the negative association of upholding those mm-hmm. like traditional values yeah. of... There's a reason why, and it's so cringe. I've seen so many expose TikToks on that of like, I was the only black girl in this sorority. I'm yeah. like, here's why I didn't fucking know who I was and I left. It's like seeing all those, it's wild. It's yeah. a crazy, crazy thing. Isn't it crazy that like, again, back to when you hear an expose on a frat, it is how hazing killed someone. Right. It is never like the culture. No. It's never about like the rush process. Because men are simple fucking bears. Yeah. They're just like... The like, most caveman creatures. I know, but it, when it comes to like sorority, it's like picking women apart and like, yeah. like how you got judged and like that sort of thing. And it's crazy to see the contrast. I've never, heard, I've never read an article about fraternity, like frat guy culture, that doesn't include how hazing has killed someone. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you guys do? It's also like, I think about this a lot. You know, of big things sorority is fat shaming. Yeah. Just simply fat shaming. Um, fat shame men yeah the whole premise of animal house is that john belushi's the big guy and he's funny and he's cool Mm -hmm. like i don't that was it's never uh and it's also like if that's a point of teasing it's never to the core of like you are inherently lesser than because you're fat yeah that doesn't exist within men yeah it's crazy dude i just had something about like fraternity guys oh i just had something about fraternity guys and then it it. what were you talking about it just went away oh fuck talking about frats talking about you know what? They I'll, all love each other. <laughs> I I mean, I'm trying to think. I've dated a lot of fraternity men, mainly in Theta Chi and Lambda Chi. And I had, um, ooh, I had guy littles. At our school, like, what? you could have a girl little and you could also adopt guy littles from different fraternities. So I had a Alpha Phi little, I had a Pike little, I had a Theta Chi little, and I had a Phi Cap little. And those are all boys. 
Yeah. What did you teach them? The good word? <laughs> how to read, how to write. Oh, no, this is the thing I wanted to I wanted to talk about. So the only thing that I think that comes out of the hazing process for men is the fact that pledges are forced to clean everything. Like, so they, they do a piss poor job of it. No, they have to come to houses like after parties or before parties and like clean everything. Okay. So, if you have ever dated a frat guy who said he didn't know how to clean something, that is a fucking lie because he was literally forced to do it for three months. But what is that? It's just picking up trash. That's not like cleaning. Oh, no, the it's, like, it's like mopping and it's like cleaning and it's what? like making it presentable. And so, like, whenever like girls are like dating guys who've been in a frat, I'm like, they know how to clean and they're choosing not to. Weaponized so, incompetence. Put that in the back of your skull and yeah. fuck it. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm so, so sorry. Sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God, I love telling everyone this. My favorite, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My favorite way that a guy that I knew has been hazed was um, every day before his classes, he had to watch the entire Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> and, and document it on his Snapchat. So the way he set up his schedule for the first semester was thankfully it was only three days a week. So of those days where he had classes, he had to wake up. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. And so every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you check his Snapchat story. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be the same. Like, like he had to prove that he was watching the Wolf of Wall Street. And that Me is certain- with Elvis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it was just so fucking funny. I mean, usually, like, a lot of hazing will also be, like, guys have to dress up the entire semester, like, carry yeah. a football. Yeah. Or, like, we're, like, a chicken head. There um, was a, at A&M, they had to carry around a uh, frozen roller backpack. Like, yeah. frozen Elsa and Anna. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, they weren't allowed to have an over-the-shoulder. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Wear a full suit. Yeah. It's 102 degrees. And so that is the funny part of hazing. Uh, but then hazing in general is like looked down upon. Well, that's the thing is when it's harmless and yeah. kind of like, ha oh, Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But when it's like. Beating them and like. Flogging them, fucking waterboarding, drinking mm-hmm. piss out of a boot. Like, come well, on. I also think what I heard is that like the reason why they haze them is because like a lot of people bond when they're going through a hard time. You're basically trauma bonding the pledges. Guess, but like, don't have to do it that way, man. And I, I know, it's just like people who are not well versed in like psychology, but like they're basically trauma bonding the pledges. There you go. Yeah. We had great times, didn't we? <laughs> we no. survived it together. <laughs> yeah. And now you're like, no, dude, you were beaten. Yeah, we you barely survived. Yes, so there was a segregation controversy in 2013, the Crimson White, a student run publication of the University of Alabama broke a story about Alabama sororities being blocked from allowing stellar black women from rushing by alumni and senior advisors. 2013. Who would have wow. thought that some people in the South can be racist? Oh, so upsetting. There's a lot of racism everywhere, but especially in... Uh, it's a different strain yeah. in the South. It is wild. Um, in the weeks preceding this news, emergency meetings held between the university's president, Judy Boner, Bonner, <laughs> and sorority <laughs> chapter advisors led to bids being re-extended to the black women, noted that... Noted to have been barred in the aforementioned Crimson White article. Why would you even want to join at that point? Yeah. You be letting your fucking racist organization. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, and a co-author of the Crimson White article posted a TikTok explaining the contents of the article as well as providing more context. And then as Bama Rush, it's starting to trend again in 2022. It actually just wrapped up. And there were, and with the Bama Rush on TikTok, like a lot of like, there's like four to like nine uh, popular like pledges or like people who are rushing that everyone is like rooting for and I, yeah so it's really fun to watch that um, so yeah TikTokers <laughs> yes um, and then so the controversial return of Rush Talk 2022 
Um, this is actually crazy. There was a documentary rumor um, in her Facebook post. The Bama mom claims that, that HBO Max has planted 20 girls to pose as potential new members PNM's for sorority recruitment. Wait, what is this? Who, who's Facebook mom? Um, this I don't know. It's from a an article that Stanley linked, but I'm not sure which Thanks one. You're not citing it, Stanley. You're so slay. Yeah. So the mother warned the university, a uh, university community, to report any suspicious behavior to Bama's Panhellenic Association, as planted PNM's will allegedly be wired with hidden microphones. Yeah, I did what? see. A girl get kicked out of uh, rounds because the way that her shirt was bunched in the back, it looked like she could have a wire on her. Um, but then she was like, no, my shirt is just tied in the back. Um, I think I, I think it's just like these organizations want to keep like their process like secret and like their decision making like secret, you know. Which is crazy because a lot of the actually interesting like secretive stuff goes on behind the scenes that pledges would never interact with. Sure. Yeah, because I know for us, you can't talk about boys, drugs, politics, and religion in the rounds. What? Because, you know, it, well, the sisters couldn't because you would... Because women shouldn't know about those things. No, because you don't want to, like, um, you don't want to speak on someone's political... Like, you don't want the organization to, like... Do you, you know what I mean? Because no. like, if I say, like, something extremely controversial politically, now the entire sorority could be like, is this what the entire sorority believes? You know, so you're not really supposed to speak on that. In the rounds. You can talk about it on social media. It doesn't matter. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And boys, just because, like, a lot of... Dude, it is so in poor form to go into, a, like, a rush. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Do not go into, like, rushing and talk about guys with the sorority girls. Do not ask which fraternity is like closest with the sorority don't ask about do not ask about parties and do not ask about drinking like you the the See. quickest way to get removed is by like totally unviable is to ask those questions to walk in with a bunched up shirt and be like see you guys fucking or what yeah or like drinking or like parties because it's like you you're supposed to care about the organization and yeah, it's just like yeah. it makes <laughs> it seem like you're joining for the boys whatever but that's just my advice don't talk about that shit um uh, then this girl says, I'm so sad for these girls. This process is going to be skewed because they don't know who they are and how do you, who do you trust? Um, talking about, like, yeah. Uh, so far, there isn't much concrete information on HBO Max's alleged Bama Rush documentary, but a lot of speculation has spread online due to Bama's local gossip. On Bama's Greek Rank, an online forum for university students in Greek life, a thread was begun by an, an anonymous user in March 2022 to discuss the documentary. Rumors. You know, this is so like, where is the panic coming from? What do, what do they not want to be shown? I don't think it's just keeping the process mm -hmm. sacred. I don't believe that's the answer. The thing is, is like, it doesn't make sense to put a why. It, it would, it would be. This would be a bigger scandal if ex existing sisters were had wires on them, because then you could like expose like the intricate details of Rush. But I don't know what. Why putting a, I mean, if there was a wire on a PNM, like why it would matter that much other than if you talked about something inappropriate. Yeah, like what are they being asked? What are they answering? Yeah. What? I, I think the whole thing is incredibly interesting. Ooh. I hope it comes out. But there are a lot of like tiny rules to like rushing. Like you can't tell someone who's rushing, I'll see you later. Because that's basically promi that's promising them a bid, which means like you'll see them later. You go to the same school. Well, uh, no, but that you can't say I'll see you later or like or something, anything that alludes to like they're coming back. Okay. So yeah, that you could get in trouble for that with the actual just like PHC. So wild. Did Old Dominion have a mascot? Uh, yeah, monarch. Okay, so this is actually butterfly. A, uh, it actually well no, it's a 
it was a lion, but yes, monarch butterfly is a monarch butterfly. This, um, my senior year of college, we had like a four bedroom house, uh, but the fourth bedroom was way too small and we couldn't find a girl to like rent it out in time, but our backyard was huge. Yeah. Um, so we rented, so we knew that our school mascot, yeah, yeah they lived in a, um, in an RV. <laughs> yeah. So we rented That's out right. our backyard to the school mascot, um, who was the lion and we'd see the lion back there sometimes. Why, what was his name? Ray. But no, the mascot's name. Oh, I don't know what the fuck. Oh wait, D- Dommy the. I don't know old what the, the mascot. Wait, wait, Old Dominion. I'm confused. Is it a lion or a church? <laughs> wait, church or a king? You said a monarch. A monarch, yeah. But the monarch butterfly was like, oh, it's Big Blue. Yeah, Big Blue, is the lion. Oh, it's just the lion from Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gone. The entire football team comes out of a closet. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Which is the wardrobe? A little double entendre there. Mr. Tumnus is like running around like the side of the. <laughs> like, Damn. Um, so yeah, there's uh, the New York Times has an article about it on the panic paranoia and pastels at Bama Rush. Um, what a great title. I know. Everyone loves alliteration. Tuscaloosa, yeah. Alabama. When uh, Marina Anderson was accused of recording herself inside a party and told she was being dismissed from rushing any sorority, she was shocked at, that she was offered to have her body searched for a microphone. Yeah, so this girl, like, I think she bunched up her shirt weird, and then they searched her for a microphone. They said, spy, and tackled (laughs) her to the ground. Mm -hmm. She didn't leave to to see the next day. It's like going through TSA. (laughs) She has to put her, like, her shoes on, like, the conveyor belt. Liquids. This is not her. No, this is just a girl. Mm -hmm. I think this girl, this girl went Zeta. So there's a popular girl that she became one of, like, the people on... Uh, rush talk that everyone was obsessed with her name is uh kylan darnell she's so beautiful she went zeta she's i think she's also miss teen usa or something like that oh damn yeah she has a pretty pretty decent i was gonna say rap sheet she has a pretty decent like (laughs) resume her cv is pretty extensive yeah but she was like a sherry hill model so everyone was like gonna go yeah well me too so Mm -hmm. apparently i was looking into apparently zeta is the cool girls like more new england sort of girls and then FIMU was like cool girls, southern girls. Okay. That's what I was gathering. I don't know if that's correct at all. But yeah, everyone's dressed up in pink and it's very pastel, super, super dark tan. God, they're so beautiful. This is, it's literally like there is something about southern girls. They all look like this. They're yeah. like hot ones. Yeah. And then there's me. You're gorgeous. Stop it. <laughs> you could be gorgeous like this. <laughs> So <laughs> a few layers of deep tan. Mm-hmm. That is but so crazy. There's also a lot of like TikToks and the criticism with um, the obsession with Rush Talk, however, serves as a cog- cogent reminder of the long time. Recri- you got it. The obsession with Rush Talk, however, serves as a cognate cogent reminder. Co- cogent. Cogent reminder of the long time critiques of the racism, elitism, elitism and sexism embedded in many Greek like organizations. Yeah. But I can understand. So basically on like Rush Talk, they just followed like five to ten people who are like rushing and then everyone had favorites and some people didn't get bids, which was really unfortunate. But I assume that there's going to be another season of this in uh, 2023, which I don't understand um, is usually Rush. Uh, Spring Rush is a lot smaller. um, And it's like for us, it was like five to like seven people, whereas opposed to like Fall Rush was like 30 to 40. So I wonder if Alabama has like Spring Rush and if there's going to be like an Alabama Spring Rush sort of thing. I'm not sure. We could I could haze you when we get home. What would you do? Um, yeah, what would you do? 
jeez. Oh, uh, make you drink something. No. Done. Pickle juice has been in the back of the fridge for nine months. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't really like. I wasn't really hazed. I was uh, the only memorable hazing moment I have was um, my gay awakening, my funny gay awakening. You guys are gonna hear this. So my, it was my between my sophomore year and my junior year of college, and there was this uh, the people who were all left at the campus, like school. um, They invited me to this party. And all of the other, like, houses had cleared out. Most of the roommates in this house had gone, so, like, only one of the rooms was being used. And so I go to the party, and one of my sorority sisters lines up, like, nine shots of tequila. And then they hand me, like, a hair tie, and they're, like, take all these in a row, and then good luck. What the fuck? And that so- was your hazing? Well, there was one some like one thing that was memorable. To get belligerently drunk and then try to not embarrass them. <laughs> yeah, and so I remember taking all of those shots, and then I walked outside and I woke up. Like I literally like <gasps> it was like I walked and I and I woke up on the ground in this like house, and I was like covered in leaves and like dirt, and there was no. There was no furniture in this room at all. And so I was like, God, this place is a shithole. Like, there's there's leaves in here. And so I, like, walk downstairs, and I find, like, the only person left in the house. And she's like, oh, you're awake. Um, so-and-so carried you from, like, uh, like far away last night because you passed out somewhere. And I was like, holy shit, I don't even remember, like, falling asleep. That's so scary. But the thing is, is this is my gay awakening. So the girl who had carried me home was someone who was, looked like Adriana Lima from New Jersey. Like, she had jet black hair. She was completely tan. And they've had it on video. This girl, fireman, carried me over a fence in heels. <laughs> fireman carrying is where you put someone on your shoulder. And so this girl is like a jacked Victoria's Secret model. And she's like, they're filming her pick up my lifeless body and carry me <laughs> down the road. She walked up two flights of steps with me on her shoulder, put me in that bedroom. And, like, the reason why I was covered in leaves is because I passed out outside. But I saw this video, and this girl was so fucking hot and strong. I was like, oh, my God. And that's, like, my gay awakening. She was the one. You'll never find another one like that. Yeah, so thank you for hazing me. But Hey, where are you? I know you, you listen to this podcast. You, um, I need to find that video. Yeah. Just my lifeless body. Just you couldn't limp. have weighed more than what, 110 pounds? No, yeah, I was like, so, but she was, but she didn't, it was just the way that the ease of which she threw yeah. me on her shoulder. Throw you around like a rag doll. And on her, in heels, <laughs> and I mean like five inch heels. What the fuck? I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> I think about that all the time. That is, yeah. whenever someone's like, what's your gay awakening? That's the funny story that I resort to. And what's the dark one? The serious one I resort to is, um, when it got, I don't, I actually, it's too serious. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. Scratch yeah. that. But yeah, so, and I, a sorority talk, I, I don't even know what would have happened if we had like TikTok when I was rushing. Scandal. I rushed in 2013. So that would have been, oh shit. I feel like that would have been just a shit show. 25 years ago. I know, 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> when the meteor hit this earth <laughs> and wiped out all the dinosaurs and Ted Nugent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yes. God, I wish. That is crazy to think about. Oh, I have to read this one thing. Okay, so for all of you who are not as old as me and who all like don't give a shit about um, like Greek life, there was in 2013, there was this absolutely deranged email that this sorority girl sent out and it went the first like it went viral. Like it actually like in the purest sense of the term viral yeah and it was from this uh, uh, university of maryland uh delta gamma i feel like they fucking hate this i'm not gonna say some of the words because some of them are slurs 
uh, they are are their slurs. So, um, but this president or this recruitment chair sent out this email to the entire sorority. This was an executive. Yeah, and because she, so this is bad, but it's kind of funny. She says. Um, I don't give a flying fuck, oh god, I don't give a flying fuck and Sigma Nu does not give a flying fuck about how much you fucking love to talk to your sisters. You have 361 days out of the fucking year to talk to sisters and this this week is not, I fucking repeat, not one of them. This week is about fostering relationships in the Greek community and that's not fucking possible if you're going to stand around and talk to each other and not our matchup. Newsflash, you stupid cocks. <laughs> Frats don't like boring sororities. Oh wait, double fucking newsflash. Flash. Sigma Nu is not going to want to hang out with us if we fucking suck. Which, by <laughs> the way, in case you're an idiot and need it spelled out for you, we fucking suck so far. This also applies to you little shits that have talked openly about post games at different frats in front of Sigma Nu brothers. Are you fucking our word? That's not a rhetorical question. I literally want you to email me back telling me if you're mentally slow so I can make sure you don't go to any more nighttime events. If Sigma knew openly said, yeah, we're going to invite Zeta over, would you be happy? Would you? No, you wouldn't. So why the fuck would you do it to them in front of them? First of all, you should be post-gaming at other frats. I don't give a fuck if your boyfriend is in it, if your brother is in it, if your entire family is in that frat. You don't go. You don't go. And you especially don't fucking not, con you especially do not fucking convince other girls to leave with you, but sorority and then uh, the queen at the time. Uh, you, but you say is a whiny little bitch voice to your computer screen uh, as you read this email, I've been cheering on our team at all the sports. Doesn't that count for something? No, you fucking asshats. It fucking doesn't. <laughs> do you want to know what uh, fucking why? It doesn't count because you've been fucking up at sober fucking events too. Um, there's a lot more to it, but basically that was an email sent out by this like exec at to her entire <laughs> I would have been beside myself with laughter. The thing is is there are I have known people in sororities who are like this. Okay, so I do want to admit like there are a lot of great people I met. The one person who I genuinely believe is a sociopath I've met in my sorority. She was, and I can't even be, I actually can't say what she has done. Like, the shit that she told me so casually um, is, like, sociopathic. What do you mean? But she was a gorgeous, she was gorgeous, but she did some, she. Like, like criminal? Oh, yeah. Like, <gasps> definitely, like, the, she is, like, violent. Like, the shit that she told me was so out of this world insane and the fact that she Holy shit! she said it i was doing her hair one time and she was laughing and she like said this thing that she did to someone that is the most violating thing i've ever heard a girl say um and the way that she was laughing about it was the craziest thing i've ever seen <gasps> yeah <gasps> but that's the one time i know that i've met a female sociopath all right. Yeah, but there were a lot of nice girls in my sorority. This girl sounds like this girl sounds like she is just out of her fucking mind. That she, somebody pushed her to the fucking brink. I know they had like um, college. No, a funnier die did like they got like a actor to like read this and do it as a dramatic monologue. <laughs> when I say at the time, this was like huge fucking news. Yeah. Because like it was just crazy that you would send out this shit and think that no one in the sorority would email it to literally anyone yeah. else. That's wild. That's that's the um equivalent to what the fuck did you just fucking say to me you uh -huh. son of a bitch i'll have you know <laughs> the navy seals one. Oh yeah, yeah yeah so good i wonder i mean i know she probably got terminated but i had my sorority we didn't talk to each other like this we did get like frustrated with each other during like rush week because you were practicing so much but i yeah. mean 
it was on par with like how theater kids get passive aggressive when you like you know, you're not on cue or like that sort of thing. It was like, it was that level of intensity. It was never this. That's, that's otherworldly. I think this girl definitely took way too much Adderall and like just went to town. She's in prison. Yeah, she is in prison. <laughs> she wrote that from prison. Yes. <laughs> but she's also on exec yeah. in prison. Yeah. That is wild to the me. The end of the email is, P.S. Somebody come fucking bail <laughs> Someone me Someone bail me. Oh, that is so funny. Um. My longest relationship with a guy, he was in Theta Chi. He was the nicest boy I've ever met in my entire life. Is he gay now? No, he was super Say. nice. I remember one time I was like, we were like driving together and he was about to run a red light and I was like, oh my God, like fucking stop. Like I yelled like to stop because he was about to run a red light and then he comes to a stop and he's like, Sarah, I need you to cool your jets. I need you to cool your jets. And so then we drive home in complete like silence and then he pulls over and he like hangs his head and he's like, Sarah, I just want to apologize for telling you to cool your jets back there. <laughs> Are you dating Pee Wee Herman? I don't know, but he was, it was, I was uh, like, I was like, I literally, in my past relationships, guys have been insane, but he like, was, it wore, like weighed on his heart so bad oh. that I, he like raised his voice and I felt so bad for like telling him to slow down. Oh. But yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the only guy I ever dated was in the Corps of Cadets yeah. in college and um, he didn't give a fuck about me. Really? Oh. <laughs> So I can't I can't relate to dating a nice boy. Yeah. College guys are in I know that there are some like college sweethearts. You know, like you yeah. meet your person in college and you get married. I have a bunch of my friends were college sweeties and they're married happily married now. Yeah. I just like by and large, the idea of first of all, just like we were raised thinking I was raised with like ring by spring. Yeah. Like if you're graduated if you're about to graduate and you don't have your class ring and an engagement ring, you have failed as yeah. a woman. Like, uh, so that's in my mind. But also looking back now, being I graduated on my 21st birthday. Yeah. The idea of being engaged, shoot me, dude. Yeah. Shoot me between my fucking eyes. That is wild. That is so crazy. I know it's not for everyone, you know, especially that young. But some people want it and that's fine. But college aged men yeah you they have the functioning brain of a 13 year old boy that is so true to in, like propose to someone yeah spend the rest of your life with them that is just so crazy yeah well like also old dominion was right next to norfolk navy base so a lot of people dated oh, like people God. in the military oh i bet they went crazy with the college girls dude i have fucked so i make this joke a lot i have fucked so many people in the u.s military that i can actually board planes early it is crazy. I have the only branch. No, that's not true. I have National Guard as well. And, and the National Guard person was the only woman. <laughs> it is crazy to me. I legit thought I was going to marry like a man in the Navy. Yeah. Like right out of college. And then we were going to have children. Dude, I would literally slit my wrist right now. Oh, yeah. That would have been yeah. the beginning of the end. <laughs> So you, I would, you would have been an award by now oh, if you had yeah, married yeah, yeah. a military oh, no. man. I would literally be in the ground if that was my life right fair, now. Yeah, fair. They would have given you a proper military burial. <laughs> yes. They hand over the triangle flag to me. <laughs> I'm at like Arlington <laughs> National Cemetery. Yeah, a veteran. You could only... <laughs> Dude, I have fucked so many people in the United States Navy that I can be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. <laughs> No, both of my both of my parents were in the navy. <laughs> like you know, like how on their tombstone they have like a cross or like a star of David, depending on your religion. Mine is just like my pussy. <laughs> it's like 
It is crazy. <laughs> it's your IUD. It's in this fucking graveyard. Um, my both of my parents were in the Navy, so both of my parents wanted to be buried on like a military base. I'm like, so what about really? us? And they're like, what about you guys? I'm like, what if we die? And they're like, deal with it. That's. I Sounds know. about right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. What I know about your parents, that's about right. That's what I think about. Like, oh, my God, if my brother's sister died, I'd have to pay for their funeral expenses. Yeah. Actually, no. My brother's a doctor. My sister's an engineer. And uh, we could all pay for everyone. Gonna have to pay for your <laughs> <laughs> I'll pitch in. Mm-hmm. I'll run the GoFundMe. Yeah. But I was kicked out of a sorority for I didn't pay dues. And so that sucked. That's, like, lame reason to be kicked out. Thi- I wish you had done something, like, stupid. Like, kicked out. Oh, well, I've definitely... Um, so, we call it jayboarding when you get in trouble. I've definitely been jayboarded for, like, um, for, like, just tweeting weird shit. Like, that's literally what I got in trouble for all the time. Like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Like you can't tweet. Yeah. Come dumpster. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's pretty much what I got in trouble for. Fuck, what okay. is... Um, but the, I think what sucked is that I could when I graduated when I walked I didn't graduate it's a whole thing but I did walk um, mm. I didn't get to wear the sash the Alpha Phi sash they took it away from you yeah they're all like those you can't years. do this yeah sucks I would have stolen it I know I, I should have worn it like what are they gonna do hey Sarah stop no, no stop her yes. I'm walking <laughs> I know I feel like Greek life is upholding a standard of American living yeah that is no longer relevant nor desired yeah. It's like when people romanticize the 50s and it's like, girl, you can still have a fucking milkshake. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. the the historical context of when Greek life really became popular and when it really served a purpose is completely out of style. Yeah. So in the South, I understand because the South feels like it has a really hard time letting go of old tradition. Yeah. But in New England, there's a crazy Greek life culture up there, too. I know, Syracuse yeah. and all that. Yeah. Wild. It is really, really crazy. And like, Ari- well, Arizona is like pretty Republican. Yeah. And they have like a pretty great, like big like Greek life system. I think like the majority of the draw is that people do want friends. You know, yeah. like especially when you're like alone, like you said, at a college, in an environment you're unfamiliar with. Yeah. And someone promises like friendship, but not only friendship, like sisterhood. Yeah. Like it's like a really deep connection. Yeah. And like a lot of people are seeking out like a very deep connection. Yeah. And I think that that's it makes sense why you would want to join a sorority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will admit you know that i was i mean by me joining a women's organization yeah i feel like i avoided all the nasty parts of being in greek life or being associated with greek life and i still got the sense of community that i wanted and it was i knew enough about this organization and the girls that i knew that were in it were just like the coolest fucking yeah intentional well-rounded deep multifaceted women I have still to this day ever met in my life. Yeah. And that was why I wanted to join it. I was like, if I could be considered something like that. Yeah. What a, what a compliment. And I made it in. And and like I said, it's some of the best friends I've ever had. And I still have to this day. And it's, I'm very grateful Mm -hmm. for that because if I would have just gone about my business at A&M, you know, I would have made friends, Yeah, but it wouldn't have been near as memorable. And so I definitely relate to, you know, I, I paid to be in that organization, and, yeah. and there is there is a, f- a bonding in that, you mm-hmm. know, like paying for the socials and the T-shirts and voting on the T-shirts. I miss it. I yeah. really do. But it, being around that many women sometimes is like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of emotions. It really is. Everyone's synced up together. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, we could create t-shirts for our house. We should. We could come up with some letters. I don't want to do like the dick one because that's everyone does that. Kappa Cappuccino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we would just do Uzma Kappa. Yeah. From Uz- Monsters University. Okay. Have you never seen Monsters University? No. Sarah. I've seen Monsters Inc., but I haven't seen Monsters University. You would love it. It's there. They have like a Olympic Greek games where uh-huh. all this like female monsters are in a sorority and all the whatever. It's so fun. Oh wait, they do that like um they do like Spirit Week where you get like paired with like different fraternities. Fun. Yeah, that was actually really fun. Oh my gosh, that is where like I learned how to reparent myself. There was this fraternity. <laughs> Dude, okay, so the only great lesson I've ever learned from a fraternity guy, actually, no, this is, like, one of them, is, like... one piss standing up? <laughs> Just let it roll down your legs. No, so there was, like, uh, this one time we were, like, it was, like, spirit like spirit week or something like that, and I got paired with, like, two other fraternities, and one of them was, like, I think Sigma Pi or Sigma Nu, and um, uh, this guy at Sigma Pi or Sigma Nu, like, asked me to be, like, his date for an event, and we both got, like, wasted, and so, like, I couldn't go home, so he let me sleep in his bed, and, like, he literally slept on the couch, like, it was totally Aww. fine, and so his phone starts to ring. I wake, well, I wake up in the <coughs> middle of the night. I'm, like drunk and i need to pee but i i'm like decimated like absolutely fucked up so i i peed on his floor and so in the corner of the room his phone starts to ring and so i hear him get up while i'm peeing and he opens his door and (laughs) he sees me peeing on his floor and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry and he was like you know what it happens to the best of us. Oh. And then I like gave him his phone and then he left. And then I did pay for another rug. Like I bought him another rug. Okay. But so like and now when I talk about reparenting myself, like when someone does something wrong or like someone is like embarrassing and I it, it, it's not something detrimental. I'm like, you know what? It does happen to the, the best, like yeah. the best of us. Yeah. Or like if the cat like I. I, if, when my cat like knocks over like a bottle of wine or something like that, I'm not like you. F- like I don't like hit the cat or like yell at the cat and like that's how my parents. Like, I do. Yes. <laughs> like I'm like you know what it hap- I just I have you know carpet cleaner. It'll be fine. So it, it, the way that he said that and in that moment like actually changed my life. Wow. You know. Gentle parenting. Gentle parenting. Like how forgiving he was and the fact that like I, I did buy him a new carpet, so it was totally fine. Wow. Yeah. And then a beautiful he, story. He found my um, underwear like months later and it was like that crusty, like just kind of crunched into a ball. And he, he sent a picture. He's like, do you want this back? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> burn it. Yes, you could keep it. It's totally yeah, fine. Burn it. But yeah, he was so nice. Biohazard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. That has been. Rush talk. Sorority talk. Yeah. Anyways, you guys let us know which ones you're going to rush mm-hmm. in the upcoming fall. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Or if you guys have spring rush, I would like to know. Or if you rush this year, you know. Yeah, well, what sorority would you put us in? Yeah, comment a sorority secret down below. (laughs) (laughs) Comment something really incriminating about your school. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Violating Violating Community Community Guidelines. Guidelines. Please check us out on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Yelp. Google Podcasts, <laughs> Open Reservations, <laughs> yes. Venmo, Cash App, GoFundMe. IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> yeah. I bet we do have an IMDb page. Oh, no, we do. Let's go. All right. Thank you, guys. Loving you. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.